When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Let me your ears and I'll sing you a song, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Lots of matches this week in the Premier with Leicester, Bournemouth, Villa and Everton needing wins. It's Tuesday, 30th of August. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Pete Donaldson. everybody good to have you here the gate is shut it was extended for a day of course for those in England but the weekend has finished yeah keys are back in the pocket mm. you are turning more and more into uh, 90s rapper snow with every intro that you do <sighs> come on yes. that is my whole life has been building up to that comment there ladies yeah. and gentlemen <laughs> yeah. congratulations mate well done cheers brother Do people know who snow is oh they should if not, they've got to check Wait, it out. Mm. It's a great song. Shall we give them a chorus? <laughs> no. <laughs> you can do it. I can, but I don't want to. Oh. The weekend's closed. Yeah, true Tune enough. back in on a Friday, Maybe you might get it. Friday's kind of capers for Friday, to yeah, be fair. Yeah. Well, um, if, you, if you're sad that the uh, the long weekend is over, don't be, because there is an awful lot of Premier League action for you. We've got Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday nights. Uh, it, it, well, not, not nights. All those nights there's football <laughs> going on. Uh, but what are you looking forward to uh, from the midweek fixtures Jim Campbell I am particularly looking forward to Leicester um, versus Man United on transfer deadline day the evening of transfer deadline day it might be the first time we ever see Uh, players essentially sold during a match yes um, (laughs) because there's still a you know everyone's circling Leicester 
Well, it, it looks, looks like, like Fafana's going to go. Gonna wire. go. He's, he's, yeah. he's having his medical at Chelsea. But there's talk of Tielemans, there's talk of James Madison, mm. little you know, rumbling what, you here and about Harvey Barnes. We'll play the first half for Lesser than the second half of May United. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> little shirts announced at half time. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like uh, when Ravishing Recruit moved from WWE to WCW. Uh, they pre recorded the WWE show, but then he appeared on Nitro on WCW on the same night mm. that was live without a beard and Did just you? a moustache. He'd shaved it off to prove that. One product was live and one product was pre-recorded. Why do you say this as if we don't know all that? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you've mentioned Ravishing Rick Rude. I love right. it. Not only is the greatest name in, in wrestling history, but Good before pants. the show started, I, my, that was a little tribute. Is that a tribute? As right. I was flexing my guns, I thought it was a whole My cannons, uh, your pythons. No, no, no. Because because most people would would fists would sort of mm. point inward towards your right. head. Ravishing, it was it was on the outside. It was and, and, and a very sto- subtle little difference, but my goodness, a trademark of it. Exactly. An astonishing level of anabolic steroids and <laughs> ravishing. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Roydy Marcus. I'd love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Roydy Hodgson Marcus. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, uh, Jim, good, yes. Uh, uh, transfer deadline day and something about Leicester City. Peter. I just want, uh, north of the border, Alfredo Morelos' uh, Instagram posts <laughs> to just be more and more uh, kind of taken taken the wrong way by people. They're just right. like, He's pointing at the ground in this picture, so that means he wants to stay at Rangers. Mm. So I just want, they play, I think they play. <laughs> or the broker self. used to play for Celtic in the 70s has liked the post. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that I love mean? It. I yeah. love people over-analysing yeah. cryptic Instagram messages. It's not even cryptic. This PR yeah. team just put a picture of him playing football up. Uh-huh. Don't worry about it. He's holding up nine fingers. Is that to <laughs> salute Celtics? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we didn't mention that yesterday with the Liverpool-Bournemouth chat. There was a 9 nil north of the border yeah. as well mm. with the old Celtic. Yeah, you, the Celtic fans would have taken that well that we didn't mention that. No, right? they're a forgiving bunch. Are they? Yeah, yeah. absolutely right. <laughs> uh, look, what are you looking forward to these uh, midweek fixtures? I'm Well, not specifically midweek fixtures. I am looking forward to um, the transfer window closing. Okay. Uh, And I'm looking forward to the coverage of that on Sky Sports, of course, because Mm -hmm. however many years on it is, I still very much look forward to uh, Mm -hmm. the amazing insight and uh, mobile phone activity Mm. of the likes of Darmesh Sheth. Yes. Uh, And Andy Brassel's involved this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's let himself down. Does that that give them a bit of... uh, Gravitas. Gravitas, exactly. Do you reckon that's where they've done it? Has it worked for us? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Are we respected? Yeah, I, 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 I uh, hope so. If, if, if anything else, well, it just, it just holds us in stark contrast to what he brings. Pete, I think, I think, I think Andy can only lead us to the door. Yeah. We, we've got to walk through it ourselves. <laughs> well, I would ask you: Do people still throw rotten fruit and veg at you? Yeah, yeah. it's a good point, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I just, I just think you know, um, it's it, it, the fact that the transfer dead. I would be really interested to see yeah. because I think I'm right in saying the transfer deadline. Day or the window closes, as you've said, the same night as is it Leicester Man City on the, on the Thursday night? Man United are on the Thursday night. It'd be great to see the figures of the view of how how many yeah. people are viewing each thing because mm. I think a lot of particularly younger fans they love the transfer activity as much as they love the games. Mm. And you so, say that about younger fans, but it's the same for yourself. Well, you're all younger. To, you're all younger than me. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, or are you putting yourself in younger fans? You three whippersnappers. Yeah, right. You all yeah. like the uh, you all like the transfers as much as you like the games yourself. <laughs> I just love, I just know that we're going to get at some point, if one of the phones is going to ring and it's going to be, you know, so-and-so's got on loan to Give us a little prediction. There's something a little bit left field. You know, this is a free hit. No one's going to hold you to this. What what, 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 prediction about what? Has someone going to somewhere? Purple dildo. Well, no. (laughs) To an ear. (laughs) Transferred on a free into an ear canal. (laughs) (laughs) Earling Harland. Yeah. Um, uh, 
No, who do, who do you think? I don't fucking care, Marcus. What, what do you want me to say? I do care. You were just predict saying you transfer. like it. All right, I'll predict a transfer. Please. Me, out of this studio, transfer to fucking home if you carry on. Well, no, that, <laughs> that will be our decision, <laughs> The listeners yours. will love it. Okay. <laughs> One minute you can, the next minute no, you can. No, I'm trying to be sarcastic. Oh. It's not, it's not worked that well. Okay. What's your highlight? Look, What are you looking forward to for the week? Uh, an apology from you. I'm very sorry. <laughs> there we are, everybody. <laughs> Sometimes your dreams do come true. Um, let us Can talk. we hear more from Ravi? Is he dead, Pete? He must be dead. Yes. He's dead. He's dead. Is he actually? Heart problem? Uh, Yep. Hang on, this is genuinely the first I'm hearing about this. What do you mean? That's probably what Morelos was referring to when he was pointing to the ground, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah. It's a mark of respect. Marcus, to be fair, to be fair, Marcus, it did happen very, very recently, so you wouldn't have heard of it, necessarily. (laughs) What do you Uh, think? April 1999. (laughs) (laughs) That's right in your wheelhouse. Why are you laughing at the death of Ravishing Rick Rude? Yeah. I'm what about his trousers? Yeah. Marcus oh, used to have to wear his trousers, shouldn't he? Yes. For every record. One of yeah. your junkyard dog on. Oh, yeah. I imagine. Yeah. <sighs> there was a time when, um, you know, occasionally some, some guy will gain some traction by saying, like, there's going to be a rapture soon. And right, like loads yeah, of people yeah, get yeah, behind yeah. it and it gets a little bit of press. Carlos Roa. That happened. Yeah, yeah th- that exact type of thing. That happened a good few years ago now. Mm. And then the the guy was like, yeah, so um, we're all going to ascend to heaven and you'll all be stuck down here and here will just become right. hell and like, bad luck because we're all going to heaven. And then the only person of note who died the next day was Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> I like to think like Ooh. he was the only person deemed worthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. it's, anyway. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to free your minds. Um, the Macho Man... I'm not, here we go. I'm, this no, is not, this I don't fucking care. Right. Macho Man <laughs> on that Saturday morning kids show. Kids show. Yeah. And they're just all frightened. He's yeah. just talking about Jake the Snake's uh, snake dying. But all the kids are sitting it's around. Too- yeah, yeah, all the kids are sitting around with their cross legs. They're about seven, and they're going, what? "Why is he talking he's telling about him about that? a man's dead snake?" Oh, yeah, he could do with a sip of water. This guy. Yeah, <laughs> Jake the Snake killed a lot of snakes. Did he? he did not treat his snakes. It's well. not great. He's living in St Albans. Yeah. In just north of London. Yeah. Jake the Snake. Yeah. Yeah. And his snakes. You oh, bet. Now you're interested, aren't you? I really am. <laughs> no, it's just nice to hear that, that one's alive. Yeah. Jake the Snake. <laughs> cool. In a commuter town. Right. Yeah. Uh, Leicester Man United, anybody? If Thursday want, night, yeah. 8 pm. Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Brendan? Oh, yeah. That's Brendy. That's Brother Brendy. <laughs> Brother Brendy. Would you, would you like it if Brother Brendy came out dressed as Macho Man Brendy Savage? Macho Man Brendy Savage. To deflect. Macho Man Brendy Savage. I've got my envelopes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's my envelopes. I'm Colby Jones. Pete, do, do Macho Man. I, I, I'm Brendan. not very good at No, you did a really good one yeah. a second ago, but do it with uh, envelopes. But, but do him saying, oh, I'm... Get co- yourself a Slim Jim's medicine. Slim Jim's. <laughs> Do him as, as Kobe do it saying I'm Kobe Jones. <laughs> it doesn't work. It does for Come me. On, how old is that reference? Come I'm, on. It's old enough. It's old enough. Oh, oh okay. No Kobe Jones. Brother no. Brendy is gonna No, he'd be too swat. He'd be more like Ted DiBiase. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a million dollar man. He hasn't got the money. That's Ten Hag. That. That's Ten Hag. Uh, is it? <laughs> Dropped a hundred million euros on Anthony. And I, I reckon, I, I honestly look, I'm not I'm not trying to be controversial for the sake of it. I think that um there is a large percentage mm. of our listenership yes. who have turned off, who've never seen Anthony play. Yeah, right. of course, I'm one of them. Hundred million euros. I oh, know I have seen, it, but very sparingly. It's a lot. It's mm. a, it's an insane amount of money, isn't it, for a trickster? <laughs> I mean, no, it is an insane amount of money. But it, I think it was um, Simon Cooper pointing out on Twitter that he said the thing is with Ten Hag at Ajax is that very differently structured club to Manchester yeah. United. He never did any of the transfers. 
he he trusted that to, to others. Uh, whereas at Manchester United, they say, right, well, you, you can get involved. And he's like, oh, crap. Give me a bit of this as well if you want. Well, I better get Have the Have you got enough on? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. All you've got to do is make us good again and, yeah. and, 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 and get us yeah. to defend. Stick better. a broom up your arse. You yeah. can sweep the yeah. fucking corridor as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I think he's basically gone, who do I know is good at football and played well for me? And that's why he's and getting the not him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that was an odd one. Um, so, yes, uh, that, I think that's what he's doing. Mm. But but it will be interesting. Will we see uh, uh, Anthony? I nearly called him Antonio there. Yeah. Um, mm. Will we see him feature against Leicester City? Mm. We, we don't know. I'd, I'd be, be nice to see him straight away, wouldn't it? Do you think um, the, the price tag will actually hang heavy over him? Because we're getting more and more used to these insanely astronomical price tags. And actually... I think you're still you're still as... trying to justify Nicholas Pepe. Well, that that would be the obvious one that comes <laughs> yeah. to mind. But I do think that he's, he's, he's taken a massive pay cut to move, hasn't he? I would Pepe? I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I would fucking hope yeah, so. I think, yeah, I, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> someone, I, I read I, I only read it briefly yesterday, and it was like, oh, um, Pepe's taken a pay cut to move to. He's gone back to France, hasn't he? Yeah, and it's, yes. the, the pay cut was two and a half million a year. Was the I pay mean, cut? I, I mean, right. I know. Look, he's not going to go hungry, and I understand that he's earning an awful lot of money. But that is a big pay yeah, cut. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Let's get off his back, Jim. No, but but do you think that is the case now? I think Mm. particularly, you know, as as newer generations of fans come through where it's just normal for like large amounts of money to be to be dropped on players, it's um I don't know if it holds the same pressure it once did. Yeah, mm. I, I, see, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And, and the lot, this this game, this game is a really interesting game. And the reason we picked it out first to talk about, I think, is because the the the, the narrative, the subtext, mm. whatever you want to call it, all the stuff we love about football. Yep. Are we going to see the Manchester United with the intensity we saw them against Liverpool, mm. or are we going to see them in the, the following game where they they got a win, but they were nowhere near as good? Yeah, but I think it's more likely the second one. That I think that intensity at home to Liverpool when everyone thought, "Oh, you're going to get battered." You had to come out all guns blazing. Mm. Whereas if you think about Southampton, yeah, you, you, you're right, the intensity, but then you could spin it and say, well, it was a professional job, one of those. But ones. Marcus, the reality is for Man United to achieve anywhere close to what they have ambitions for themselves to achieve. What are their ambitions, though? Well, if they want to push up into the very, very top five, six teams in the Premier League. I think if they finish fifth this season, it would be fine. a great season for them. I don't disagree with that. But they will be angry that I've not said fourth there, but that's my opinion. If they, if they do, that's of, what you're here for. It's a game of opinions, um, mate. You're, well, you're chiefly here to facilitate our opinions, but you're allowed to own Forgive me. But that's okay. Uh, <laughs> Imagine a newsreader doing this. Yeah. Outrageous. <laughs> well, I think you'll find on the news networks that I watch, they do, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> they do it on the weather all the time as well. Yeah. Now. <laughs> they do. The weather, they're like, oh, sorry, I've got some bad news. It's going to rain. Mm. I might like the I rain. Want I want Leave to, it out. I want to tell me the fucking information. I want to, imagine having a pundit for the weather. Well, I mean, you say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? The weatherman should be saying that. We what GB News do next. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not having that. <laughs> oh dear. I, I think you need to believe in Britain more. It's going to yeah. be sunny. No, I, th- I think. I think. Oh, there's, cool. your, there's your global warming fact. It's winter. Yeah. Of course, it's going to get colder. <laughs> anyway, um, but Leicester will look and go. Teams have had a lot of joy against Man United this season yeah. already. And so we can replicate that. And what I would be fascinated to see, and mm. the, the main reason I'll be tuning into this game, mm. is hopefully to see Leicester go ahead. Because when you see Leicester go oh, ahead, yeah. you'll learn a lot about both teams. Mm. Leicester had a really difficult start. Man United, we don't know if they are capable, confidence-wise, whether mm. Ten Hag has built their confidence enough for them to be able to kind of respond to it and, and turn it around. Yeah. Well, I think actually they might identify that as an opportunity to, to get a... A, a confidence building win actually because Leicester do look a bit at sea mm-hmm. and it could, it could be the opportunity that if Man United can score and say the first 15-20 they go for the jugular and try and put in a dominant performance you know there's, there's still you know a lot to to figure out at Man United isn't it because there are new players coming in and and, and and a new system for them to, to, to work to as well but I, I think you know 
not controversial to say that Leicester could be in quite a bit of trouble this season. And I think this actually is a really good fixture for United to be having now. Yeah, no, I understand. I mean, it's the Harry Maguire derby, of course, Peter. But <laughs> but, but he may not be playing. Because um, he's Hag. not very good. Oh, come on. Come uh, on, no. Uh, Pete, Marcus, we're going to do this mm, now. He's been great for England. Eric Ten Hag. Every time. Um, Egan haven't played for about three months. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even... I'm not even sure he knows he said that. <laughs> <laughs> he just pushed his little soundboard. <laughs> Push the button. He's been great yeah. for England. Yeah. You, you know when, when uh, you see those stats, the ball in play is actually only like 55 yeah. minutes. Well, what I actually say on the pod is much less. It's just a soundboard. I just yeah. press the... How <laughs> like you get AI Marcus in? Your, England, your, England, <laughs> um, your fellow England fan friends mm. were very, very disappointed that you weren't a, a bigger supporter of the great Jesse Lingard for Forrest mm. on yesterday's show. Mm. How are Bulldog it, and Fucko? <laughs> How's Ashley Bash doing? <laughs> They're all great. They're all yeah. having but a lovely time down the boozer. Jesse Lingard, you said, oh, if he can just chip in with 10 or 11 goals this season, then you sort of second guess yourself. No, I said nine the or old 10. Spe- the old speller yeah. would have had no second doubt, no doubt at all. No, about I think them. I said nine or 10, and then I thought, oh, yeah, that, that, that like seems Paul Scholes would have probably been quite pleased with that. So I better <laughs> just take a couple yeah. off. Yeah. Um, but ten, 10 Hag talking about Harry Maguire. Um, uh, he, he was asked about Harry Maguire, how will he fit into the Man United side have been on the bench the last two games. And Ten Hag said, it doesn't mean when you are captain that you are established to play always. Mm. Especially when you also have Varane in your squad. Yeah, you should have stopped yeah. in the middle. Yeah. 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 I disagree. I think what, what United <laughs> need is a really, really blunt Dutchman. And I know they've yeah. tried that already. I was about to but, say. But it's, 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 the hard truths are just so natural is to a man like that, Is there any type of right? Dutchman that other than the blunt one? Mm. On Flying the Dutchman? There you go. On the way in this morning, I was trying to think of the team that uh, Louis van Gaal said that it was a really weird... Was it Queen's Park Rangers? He said in a really weird way. He called them something completely different. Louis van Gaal's army! Yeah, it was around that kind of yeah, era. Okay. Uh, if people listening will remember. They can they can chip in because it's really annoying me. I couldn't remember what it was. Well, said, you guys don't know either. What he said is like something that is very much established in our minds and slightly differently. <laughs> like when... Um, uh, who was the American coach who said uh, Alan Pardue? Alan... <laughs> Which is very pleasing. I told you I bumped into Alan Pardew literally at Fulham a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, you you say bumped into him. You arranged to meet him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as your good pals. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, gentlemen, how about this? Lissandra Martinez has won 83% of his aerial duels so far this season. In contrast, Kaladu Koulibaly, who is significantly taller, has won 75%. William Saliba, uh, 57%. And Ruben Diaz. 36%. Mm. What do you think of that then, tall guys? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking to there? Uh, you or Jim? <laughs> um, I, I think I think it's probably, well, first of all, people have become obsessed with um, this because some of us have suggested you, that. You've, you've helped out. You went in big on Martinez's height. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, no, 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 his, his physicality generally. Yes, okay. His physicality generally. Right, right. Uh, and I would say that, you know, if he's won 83% of his aerial duels, one of them he didn't win was when Ben Mee bundled him over and scored a goal. Yeah, but, uh, so that uh, still counts. Yeah, welcome to the and, Premier League. And, big and also, I wonder if we, I mean, if we are fair enough, I wonder if we'll still be having these conversations uh, later in the season. The people who are obsessed with stats, that's fine, that's up to them. So it's the, small sample size. The sample size is tiny. Kilabali, I think, has played like 240 minutes in total <laughs> for Chelsea. Well, so, so it's not a very should high... be targeted by the looks of this. It's, it's not a very... <laughs> All I'll say is yeah. what I said at the time. Put them both in a boxing ring. Right. See who batters who. Well, I'll tell you what, Mike Tyson wasn't even six foot. He was true, actually, yeah. And he did all right. That's a really good point, Marcus. Thank yeah. you, sir. Yeah, Thank really you very good. much. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Brother Brendy said that he's not losing sleep over the threat of the sack. 
um, he said that expectations aren't aligned with the club's finances. Though. Well, they haven't signed a single player, have they? Yeah. Yes. So, uh, what do we... I mean, be, Go it, get the envelopes. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the players I want. Yeah. Stop doing everything in envelopes. I, I don't... Can I, you just tell us? <laughs> I can't see him getting the sack anytime soon. I think that would be a bit much, but... As... They can't afford to fire him by the sounds of things. Yeah, well, you can't get any players <laughs> I in. I told you, yeah. November's when everyone gets sacked. Yes, mm. we're going to... It will be interesting, but I mean, as the games go by, Jimbo, do you, do you worry for, uh, for for Brother Brendy? I do, yeah. I mean, I, I just sense there's clearly something happening behind the scenes we're not aware of mm. because of the, this inaction is is they've been enveloped in inaction you might say yes um and it's just a bit weird isn't it it is a bit weird and because of what happened with with him at celtic when he absolutely cleaned up and then he left to go to leicester i find the thought of him getting sacked a bit strange but of course he was sacked by liverpool yeah um but your prediction of him going to aston villa i think will struck a chord with uh, with a lot of our listeners by the way talking about managerial appointments and sackings and movings and so on did you see what happened with Alex Neal recently? Oh, this was yeah. good. Did you see, I mean, that was great. Oh, Pete, this is uh, he, he's really playing to you here. Mm. I, I, there's no other way to, to say it that he dumped Sunderland, yeah. <laughs> didn't he? Like, he really like properly ditched them for Stoke City. In an extraordinary turn of events, Sunderland's uh, 1-0 win at Stoke was, was the nail in the coffin for, for previous manager Michael O'Neill. Mm. And that turned out to be Alex Neal's last game in charge of Sunderland as well. And, and ahead of Sunderland's game against Norwich um, on the weekend, it emerged that Alex Neal had travelled to Stoke for an interview and left his assistant manager to oversee the game. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, could, he, could he just have legitimately said, oh, I just got a bit confused. Yeah. Red and white, we played each other. I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> that that was is going. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty amazing it's stuff, not, isn't it? Oh, right? dear. Do you know what's really funny about that kind of stuff? Is I don't know if you guys followed the coach's voice on Twitter. It's a really good Oh, I know that one, yeah. And they show videos of like, um, normally quite high profile players or mm. managers, it can be most of the time it's managers, obviously, hence the name, talking mm. about how they won certain games. And they'll have like Mourinho on there talking about how he won against Barcelona yeah, in 2010, yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. And one of them is Alex, Alex Neil. Yeah. And he talks about, I think, how he got Norwich promoted to the Premier League. Right. And then you hear him do that, and you just think it's just quite weird, isn't it? That like mm. you, you're you're amazing. Obviously, you know you've you've you've. I mean, he's a playoff specialist, for example. I think he's been up for the playoffs three times or something. Yeah. Or yeah, if you clean up in up in he's Scotland, got something about him. Yeah, yeah, but he still he still behaves in that way. Yeah, it's, quite weird. it's, it's pretty dishonourable, you would yeah. say. The Sunderland the Sunderland um, official statement was funny because it was something like, despite recently signing a new deal and having improved terms offered to him on Friday, mm. Alex Neal has decided this, this and this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was almost a little bit like, we're, at, we're having the last laugh. Yeah. Thank you Alex very much. Alex Neal said, you take a wrong turning and you're labelled a prat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he got himself a new job. Could we, gentlemen, could we call Leicester versus Manchester United the Wagatha Christie derby? I think we can and we have. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, um, do you know, on that note, it was announced uh, late last week that Colleen Rooney has secured a multi-million pound deal with Disney to make a new documentary titled Wagatha Christie, covering the uh, the Rooney and Vardy saga. What's interesting to me about this is that Colleen Rooney has clearly... Disney Plus. She's stat- she stated many times, and I do believe her, that she wants to move on. Mm. And just would like to put this behind her, yeah. but Rebecca Vardy just won't shut <laughs> up. <laughs> no, no, yeah. she, just, she just keeps keeping it in the public eye. It's like this yeah. is damaging you every time. Mm. So I, I just imagine Colleen Rooney's like, fine, fine. <laughs> and and have you seen the Rooney documentary where they're building yeah, their new yeah, house? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. And then Colleen's knocking about in a high vis and a, and a hard hat and mm. just calling the shots. And <laughs> every so often, Wayne Rooney just goes almost under his breath. Yeah, as long as, long as I've got a snooker room, I'm okay. <laughs> That's all he wants is the snooker room. Why, why are Disney getting involved in this Wagatha Christie stuff? Because people will watch it, Marcus. Yeah. They, mm. they, and that's crucial to their business They model. own Star Wars. So they the don't be needed bit. to get involved in this. They don't need to do it, do they? No, no, no. 
You don't need to. You Very much like Man United's transfer policy, isn't it? You don't need to be doing this, but you are. <laughs> yeah, indeed, yeah. Um, if you will, everybody, uh, talking of um, high-quality television news, Bastian Schweinsteiger, former Man United man, of course, recently featured in an advert in German TV which saw him singing along to Culture Beats' Mr. Vane in the Shower. Lovely throwback. It's fantastic. Mm. I forgot all about that song, Peter. Call him Mr. Vane. Do you have that in your DJ set? No. If it's getting a bit of a lull, you're Lost thinking second wind. Yeah. Here we go. I've already dropped Hadaway. <laughs> I'll do that again. Well, that, that, that song was a massive hit all it over was, Europe yeah, because yeah. culture beat are German, aren't they? Ah, so that's probably, it's probably right, got okay. a lot of cultural impact in yeah. Germany, I would have thought. <laughs> to be fair to Schweinsteiger, he's absolutely giving it some in the shower as well. Oh, he is. Okay, Singing, cool. that is. Mm. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, in the, he's in the bath, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's he's in American Beauty. There's definitely one where he's in the bath. Oh, right. Yeah, so he maybe has done more than one. It's a series. Yeah, exactly. Well, oh, dearie me. Well, anyway, I think that leads us neatly on to a break, gentlemen. See you in a moment, everybody. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I heard McGuire talking during the week. He was like a robot. He was like... Uh, uh, apologies to the fans. There's no emotion behind it. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Tomorrow night, it's Wednesday night, Jim. It's Aston Villa away to Arsenal. It is. Are you excited for this one? I am excited for this one, yes. Um, just because, you know, as we've touched on yesterday, amateur at home game has been really, really good. Um, I'm always a little bit nervous because I think actually, because Villa have had a couple of, um, well, they've had a poor start, but sometimes actually that that is when teams have to rally and like step up in performance. That's yeah. when they're actually quite dangerous to play. Well, Jim, they've had such a poor start. Odds on Steven Gerrard being the first manager to face the chop have been slashed. Mm. Chopping and slashing. Chopping and slashing. Yeah, after their defeat to West Ham on the weekend, Villa were booed off. They've won just three out of their last 15 league games. Yeah, the point is that Gerrard's Villa towards the end of last season were had a really poor run. Mm. They've started this season quite badly. I actually thought 
And look, at Villa Park, the crowd can get on your back. I've been there before. It can go like that. And so they give you a bit of treatment, did they? Yeah, big time. Mm. So I thought I was the other Luke Moore. Nah. <laughs> um, and um, obviously they've had a poor start. Mm-hmm. But I thought against West Ham they're reasonably unlucky. I don't yeah. know, it wasn't. It wasn't like I mean West Ham changed it around at half time and were massively improved in the second half. Mm-hmm. But the first half, I mean, it was kind of one of those you know flip a coin games. Mm-hmm. They weren't they weren't terrible terrible against West Ham. Yeah. And of course they had that win against um, Everton. Yeah, fine. Everyone beats Everton next. But it was <laughs> it was. It's, it's, I think the fact is that you 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 combine it with what happened at the end of last season, and you perhaps can start to see a pattern. But it is interesting to to think because you'd imagine that Gerard is someone who holds himself and his team up to really high standards. He talks but a very good game. He does yeah. talk a good game, but then at, the same, at the same time, he's he's not someone you can necessarily put your finger on. This is how yeah. a Gerard team plays. Well, yeah. I thought they were going to be pressing. I thought it was going to be highlight. I thought it was going to be very positive. And it, it's not quite. I think that's maybe what he would like to do a bit, but it's not quite. But why is he signing? Why is he signing like a Coutinho then? If he wants to do that, I, I, well, I think he's he was Coutinho because he was available. I think, yeah, I think it's a big signing. He's obviously a talented player, and I think you're right, Jimmy. And you know, they made the point in match of the day yesterday. Like, if you want to play with with um, with two up top with Watkins and Ings, you, you're better off doing that in a four four two. And Coutinho doesn't really fit in that. So there's playing all of their best players at once mm. isn't. It just isn't really working. No, I would, I would, you, I would play a free at the back then if you're going to do that. I mean, it gives you a lot because yeah. their their fullbacks go so high, Villa. Well, mm. I was going to say that they they definitely could play wingbacks, couldn't they? I yeah. mean, and Mings would probably be he would benefit maybe playing in a three, definitely. perhaps. Yeah, I, I mean, Gerard though he's insisted that they'll get there in the end. He said we've got a lot of talent and ability in the group, but that doesn't guarantee you consistency. There are a lot of things that need to fall into place. Yeah, it's it's interesting that the fans have, have booed them off as well because I, I think. Well, I think they it, see. But it's sent, there's a sense that he's not really connected there. Do you know what I mean? He's quite stiff, Gerard, isn't he? He, does he is end, a little. When you say talks a good game, it's like it's very, very, fairly well, what I mean charismaless by, and bland. Well, when I say he talks a good game, he certainly, the way he talks and the way he tries to sort of carry himself is very much, yeah, no, we, we know the problems, but we're on our way to, to glory. We're on our way to victory, blah, 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 blah. Do you think that, that he will struggle uh, or, or not struggle there'll always be that kind of yeah but he's such a Liverpool guy I, I, which is I, why going to Rangers was quite a smart move I think there will be but not to the point where it will actually affect him because okay. he, you know, he's you oh, know, but affect he's, the fans I'm talking about the fans you said the fans aren't really well, taking well, to him I mean they, they Jim, won't talk care more about, about the that fans talk more about the fans start the your own fans, channel Jim's fans, fans why do you get the fans Jim <laughs> <Yeah>. the fans <laughs> won't care about that as long as the team are doing well right mm-hmm. so actually this is a, a real test of Gerard to see if he can turn this little period around and get them firing again but you know he's despite how well he's done in 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 Glasgow, like he's, you know, he's a relatively young manager facing a lot of these challenges for the first time. So yeah, what be... what shoes has Jim got on, Marcus? Shoes, yeah, fans. He does. You literally are wearing <laughs> yeah, them, yeah, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. But do you respect Arsenal fan TV, Jim? No comment. Do you respect Arsenal? Do you, yeah. do you respect Aston Villa's fans? Which fans <laughs> in the Premier League do you respect the least? I know your I know your answer to this, by the way, <laughs> and I will pick you up if you don't say them. Chelsea's. They are, oh, fair there enough. Go, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. None of it counts. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, prod the Jimmy and he uh-huh. will deliver. Just don't, don't, just don't at me. Just, just don't do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, then. Well, fair enough. Um, by the way, gentlemen, at Marcus, he made me say it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't make you say anything. Um, uh, yes. Well, obviously, at Aston Villa, they were beaten by West Ham, who were just going about their business slowly but surely. Um, David Moyes looks like he's going to make a signing. He did say the other day that his transfer, you know, people would laugh at what's going on in the transfer market with regards to West Ham. But they appear to be on the brink of completing a 36.5 million deal for Brazilian midfielder Lucas Paqueta, who um, he had a, a medical on, on, on Sunday. So at the time of recording, 
it looks like he's going to go there, which would be a big one. It's a huge, huge coup. Really big one, yeah. So, uh, I mean, Man City were apparently very interested. Arsenal been linked with him as well. And, you know, he's one of the kind of standout players in, in League last season. So Where does he fit at West Ham, though? He, he's, he's like a attacking midfielder, kind of support yeah. forward kind of player. Yeah. West Ham have got loads of those players. Yeah, very unmoise like to pack a squad with those. I know they've players. got loads of players like that. It's surprising. I mean, is it just a case like Jim was saying earlier about the fact that they could sign Coutinho? Um, they can, they can sign. Um, they they just could sign because they did. Well, yeah, I, but do you know what though? Maybe because of last season, they had so many games. Now that did involve a Europa League jaunt, of course, all the way to the semi final. We just need a few more bodies in there. Now I understand thirty six point five million pounds is a lot of money for a guy. Who you're thinking, well, you're just going to be a squad player. Buy a lot of fish bench. computers with that, can you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you know, people say is Richarlison going to start for Spurs? You know, they've been splashing the cash. Sometimes if you, it's a player that you fancy, you think he could he could do well and and add to the squad. It's a squad game. It's a squad it's, game, boys. It's a squad it's, game, yeah. For sure. it, it, it is Especially indeed. now with the five subs. With the five mm. subs, you see, he's you brought the five about subs the in. Five uh-huh. subs. Bloody hellfire. Gentlemen. If both teams do their five five subs, could yes. they have a little five side match in the dressing room? I should. That's, that's probably. Yeah. Yeah. I should actually have to do yeah. that. Get a little bonus point. If it's a draw, that should happen. Right, <laughs> five yeah. side. Gentlemen, speaking of transfers, I want to bring this to the table because oh. this is quite incredible. Um, another midfielder worth keeping his eye on is former Genesis frontman Phil Collins' son Matthew, who was signed by Hanover in Germany last week. Yeah. How about that? I mean, it's probably against all odds that he was going to become a footballer. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? Hanover. You can't Hanover love? There Is that going to work? Does that work? Is he going to play up front with Susie Hanover's youth coach said that Matthew isn't playing for us because he has a famous father. It's instead because he really stood out in several aspects while on trial. Because that would be mental, wouldn't it? Imagine that. Imagine being the manager and bringing a player in and presenting him to the squad and them going, well, he can't play. No, but he's Phil Collins' son. The joke's on you there. who's not connected to football in any way. Go get the drum kit. Yeah. It's a very sort of Martin Allen move, that isn't it? Yeah. Oh yes. The yeah. son, the, the son went with the risible. Uh, he'll need to make sure he jumps if the ball is in the air tonight, which I think is, <laughs> which I think is genuinely terrible. And they should have gone with our uh, hero's got an invisible touch. I think. Yeah, that's uh-huh. nice. Invisible touch is yeah. perfect. Uh, it's perfect. Excellent. I, uh, I got tipped, a bit involved. I tipped groovy Pete kind of Wagner love. Uh-huh. Okay. A groovy kind of Wagner love. Yeah, okay, yeah, good. Sorry, Pete. On you tipped Pete Dockery's son at the weekend. What do you mean? He's working really in a what? bar that I was at. Oh, I see. I yeah. thought you were tipping him for a move. But yeah. like, what's, what's going on here? <laughs> how, did you know, how did you know it was picked up at your Somebody told me after. After I tipped him, well, he doesn't need memory, does he? Um, yes, 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 yes. Well, let's talk about Bournemouth versus Wolves, everybody. Wednesday night, of course. Uh, is this the season's first relegation six-pointer? No. No. Because Wolves are good. <laughs> and Bournemouth are going to get relegated. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, uh, it's a big one. Um, do you know Leeds and Everton are reportedly battling over he Chan, uh, his signature, after he got that assist for Sam Max. Uh, <laughs> it was a bit of a wonky clearance. I didn't think it was that bad, though. He just no. lost his foot in a I bit, mean, didn't the, he? The guy smashes it on the volley for 25 yards. I don't <laughs> think you're having to go up the clearance. Yeah, he had a lot to do to score that goal, to be fair. Can, can, I, can I flip this back on you, Marcus? Because I think no. on, on... yeah, Okay. End the show. Goodbye. Have a little flipsy. Jim hates Aston Villa fans, and and Marcus doesn't want to do the show anymore. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) See you you on Friday. Whose fans do you all respect the least? By the way, (laughs) Chelsea. Chelsea. Chelsea, I think they're all bellend. I don't like. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like. 
you've opened the can of worms here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Southampton fans. Yeah. I don't like Chelsea fans. Right. I don't really like Liverpool fans. What's wrong with Chelsea? I don't, oh, I don't like um, I don't like Man City fans. No. I don't really like Man United fans. Okay. I don't really like um, Aston Villa fans. Right. I don't like uh, Everton fans. Mm-hmm. I don't it's like... It's international teams. Okay, okay. Um, who do you like? Maybe that's better. Oh, I haven't prepped for this. Yeah. <laughs> Fulham fan. I'm only joking. I, oh, I don't mind fans. any of them. I don't like or dislike any oh, of them because I'm a Chelsea. neutral broadcaster. But what I wanted to do is say that you, I think, I believe Jim, possibly Pete got it on the act as well in his Richard Hammond type way that he does. <laughs> oh, all of you ganging up on me. So listen, <laughs> Clarkson, May and Hammond all had a go at me Oi. yesterday. So what are you then? The producer yeah. got punched. No, 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 no. no. I'm, the, yeah, I'm the guy who got punched yeah. for not yeah. getting the steak. <laughs> if anyone's Clarkson, big boy. <laughs> you're hosting it. You're the main one. Uh, you're the main one. I think you're and your political views as well. You're proving yeah. my point right now. Poli- politically, you're shouting at me. I was trying to <laughs> sneak in his little dog whistles. Politically, you're Jeremy Clarkson. No, I'm Matt LeBlanc. Came after. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. What, what were you going to say? I'm Flintoff, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> who I genuinely dislike. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, what can I say? What was I say? Oh yeah, so you, you guys, flip it you guys are a pop at me about yeah. like yesterday saying that you don't think Nottingham Forest are going to score enough goals. Yes, I would like to throw that back at you and mm-hmm. say where are Wolves' goals? Yeah, but Wolves from? did this last season; they were absolutely fine. I was comparing them to very much just on the goal scoring front. I've hastened to add, but I was uh, comparing them to Capello's Milan. Yeah, in that they hardly scored. I mean, a goal. they will be delighted with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I have massively uh, elevated yeah. them there, but yeah. I mean, they they scored very few goals uh, last season, but but conceded. Uh, one of the best defensive uh, records in the league, I would, I would have, uh, I'm pretty sure, saying. So they were very, very stingy uh, at the back. Uh, but you would fancy Wolves for this. But I mean, the good thing, as you say, uh, for Bournemouth is it's unlikely Wolves are going to get anywhere near nine goals. Yeah, I don't. don't I, I'm not sure I agree with you on that. On that, because I, I don't think I, I think you might see a reaction from Bournemouth here. And right. I, th- I think that you, you, it's a very, very different challenge. Wolves at home. It's actually arguably the biggest, the biggest change in challenge between two games over the last couple of games, away to Liverpool and at home to Wolves. Very, very different. Yes. And I think you might see a reaction from Bournemouth um, in this game, actually. Yeah, okay. All right, then. Is this a relegation six-pointer, Leeds versus Everton? It's August. I can't, I can't have it. <laughs> just can't have it. This is more in the frame. I'll it. tell you what's a more interesting conversation. Who's going to lose their job first, Frank or Steve? Mm. Okay. Well, Frank Lampard has conceded that uh, tonight's trip to Ellen Road will be tough. It will. Is that based on the opposition or his team? Both, yeah. absolutely both. <laughs> they got a draw with Brentford on the weekend, which, you know, all things considered, wasn't a dreadful yeah, a start, result, isn't it? And uh, Anthony Gordon scored a, a non-deflected goal. So last thing they needed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he's staying here. He's under the radar. We don't want. To... <laughs> you know what the talk is that, and, and you know, swap deals rarely ever happen. But the talk at the moment that's in place that it might be um, a bit of money, Conor Gallagher and um, and Brozier going to Everton. It's like actually that's. Don't do that to Gallagher. I think Gallagher suffered enough. Yeah, I agree. But like from Everton's point of view, that's actually not a a bad deal. It's an outrageously good deal. I mean, with Anthony Gordon, obviously he's a decent player and all, but this price tag, I mean, a lot of people are going, am I missing something? It's the English tax though, isn't it? It's ridiculous. And they know Frank's going to pay it. Well, yeah. But I don't think think the fee, I think people focus too much on the fee. No, I don't don't understand what you mean to an extent, but it is that high. But but because because the fee is representative of 
only a handful of things. One is how much the team is selling needs to sell, right. how much the team is buying and needs to buy, and how much money they've got, mm-hmm. and then some other kind of factors around the fact that it's in the Premier League, as Jim said. Yeah, and also the homegrown factors, factors as well, which comes into it. Which, play, which clubs need because they're at a premium. Yeah, well, I, I just think the reason why the fee um, has been so outstanding is because it's made a lot of people go, hang on, I, I knew he was a decent player, but I didn't realise he was that good. So the fee is, I understand all the stuff you're saying, but it's still quite astronomical. I think there is a sense as well of like, because the inflation is just really difficult to track at the moment. There's a sense of chairman or, or whoever's making those decisions going like, should we just yeah. say that and see if they, see if that sounds reasonable to them? True enough. Well, look, Jim, if you're looking for a striker who scores goals, is it time Mario Balotelli came back to the Premier League? For the purposes of this, absolutely. Thank you. He, scores, he scored 19 goals for, for Turkish side Adana Demirspor last season. For who? Adana, yeah, Demirspor. Nineteen. Well, you said it's like scored nineteen goals for a team you can barely pronounce. Doesn't mean you're playing the Premier League, does it? <laughs> well, I, well, I'm not having got your pronunciation skills. I'm having got the fact that the the, the profile of play, team he's playing yeah. for is not necessarily conducive, is it? Uh, well, what if I told you this? Um, uh, on the weekend, he had to be separated from his manager, Vincenzo Montella, because they had a big post game. I'm more interested. <laughs> I'm, I'm liking it. I'm, liking yeah, it. I'm more interested now. Will that attract managers to him or just us? <laughs> I had no idea that Vincenzo Montella was managing in, in Turkey. No way, well, you see. That's, the, that's an incredible development to me. I love yeah. the Princess Bride. He won, <laughs> didn't he win a trophy with Milan? Maybe some kind of minor cup with Milan? Mm, from a what minor cup? What, a pre-season Cup. Could be the Aldi did Cup. Did he win the Emirates Cup? Did he? Jim? <laughs> <laughs> the Aldi I always, Cup. I always want to make sure we know who won that. There'll be the there'll be one Premier League manager that's been in Aldi more than the others. Aldi, Aldi. as in the shop. Aldi. Yeah, Aldi. Yeah, there'll be one, okay. and it, it might only be a couple of times, but mm. they'll have been in it. Well, go so, on then, speculate. So they're probably be... a German manager, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Thinking about probably it, think Klopp. Isn't it? they'll probably be careful. Yeah, a lot, Klopp, a lot yeah. of people, the people who like Aldi, mm. will say. It's the same quality for a cheaper price. Yeah, no, no, yeah, you, and you can buy things like that. I, I think I don't think Klopp's an Aldi man. Mm. Tuchel, yeah, he's mm. more Aldi for me. David Wagner would be my guess. Uh, David Wagner's a really good shout. Yeah, mm. but he's he's not. He's not. But, but the thing is, they won't know. Like, that's the delicious thing. Yes. They just won't know. Mm-hmm. If only we could know all of these. There must be someone who's been on a trampoline when an earthquake has hit and then like not immediately notice, like, fucking hell. It's an earthquake. <laughs> like, that bounce was, was a good insulated. one. Is there any beef between Aldi and Lidl? I mean, I, I know, know they're both sell beef. What do you mean between them? Right, okay. No, I don't Because know. they're both German kind of, what's it called? Like budget, budget supermarket. Right. What happened to right? Netto? Don't know. He's, no, he's, I think he's still, still at Wolves. Wolves yeah. stuff. <laughs> 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 I quite like in, in Little. I've not been to Little, but in the car park, it says on the sign, it's to the car park just a little bit further. Mm. It doesn't oh, really nice. work, but I kind of no. like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm all for that. Little on know. prices, big on quality is a really good tagline. Mm. Very good tagline. That, that works. Yeah. Just sort their checkouts yeah. out. Takes it in. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Taste the difference. So um, before we leave, That's everybody, strange, really. I know, yeah. um, we've got a couple of bits of correspondence to bring to your attention. Uh, a tweet from uh, the Big Finn who brought this to our attention. West Brom striker Daryl Dyke revealed last weekend that he has been using Finnish dishwasher tablets to wash his clothes for the last eight months. <laughs> That's him. He he just bought a big bag, like one of those huge, huge bags right. of what he mistakenly thought was was for his clothes, and it, it it lasted him eight months, and then he couldn't find it in the shop. Came home and was like, "Oh, I see what's happened." They do look very similar. Mm. Like, if you, like, yeah, I can see oh, how he's yeah. done yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, if you but buy very, certain brands, they look very similar. It'd be very sort of chalky and kind of like those little red pills in the middle. Yeah, 
That's yeah. a flashy powerball. You're talking it's about your basic finished yeah, powerball. So yeah, power yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not played that much for West Brom, and I don't think he's um, his skin's terribly burned. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's scored a goal. So um, yes, could he blame the powerball for that? Do you think? Well, I don't know. Mm. He'd be, be, hopefully, it'll, if you go to the manager, he'll help him on his finishing. If you walk into the manager's office and yes. say, "Look, I'm, no, I haven't scored many goals, but um, I've been washing my clothes with dishwasher tablets," mm. the manager's mm. going to start to think you're running out. What's of the name of the tablet? <laughs> Finish. <laughs> Okay, yeah. this nominative should be making you better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Have you know. added salt? <laughs> Chaps, before we go, uh, one last piece of correspondence, um, and it's in relation to uh, last week's Football Ramble Guide to Animal Pitch Invasions, which, a, of course, a stellar piece of work. Yeah, absolutely the best right. Thing ever done. It yeah. featured you three mm. beauties, uh, where you asked the question if you had one position in your team that had to be filled by an animal, which animal would you choose? Pete, you chose uh, a tapir. Luke, you went for a silverback gorilla. Jim, you chose a harpy eagle. I'm surprised a honey banner, badger wasn't mentioned. It's a good idea. Not, no, not to be trifled with. Can't take, yeah, yeah, won't, won't fulfill any tactics. Marauding yeah. down the right. Surely. Yeah, you, you, even getting it to the stadium, you risk your life. Like a, like best a, left alone. Surely a mole, you know, just disappear and then pop up at the back post. Yeah. But there we are. Kevin Muscat, the old uh, honey badger. Oh, uncontrollable. Yeah. Very true. Well, uh, Rebecca has uh, been in touch uh, with a new suggestion. Answer is clearly a kangaroo. Fast, yeah. bipedal, with a kick on them to put Roberto Carlos to shame, could store the ball in their pouch to prevent anyone tackling them, and are absolute units of a species. Yeah, yeah it's a good argument. It's a very, very strong argument. Uh, we did, we, we actually, we, there was a kangaroo animal pitch invasion that we didn't get around to talking to, wasn't there? there were essentially loads of joeys um, from two different areas of the pitch, like they planned a sort of pincer movement right. in Australia. And we also didn't mention wild boars, the famous wild boars. Yes. Wild mm. boars, wild boars. The only problem I'd have with Rebecca's analysis is that, of course, only, I think, female kangaroos have pouches. Yeah. Right. So you'd have to uh. work out whether she, the kangaroo would want to play for England's amazing world-conquering, or Europe-conquering, mm. uh, women's England national team, or whether it would want to go across and make an unprecedented move into the men's game. Yeah. Give it a bum bag. Just give the male yeah, a bum bag. Yeah, that. You can do that with any animals. Yeah, okay, yeah. Just give him a bum bag. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> no, one will, no one will question it. Pete, where's a bum bag? You've got a bum bag I've got days. a bum bag these days, yeah. Why don't you call it a fanny pack? Keep yeah. my keys in there. Like they call it in America. I'm on the dog, dog poo big. Bins, bags, bing bags. Do you wear, do you wear it round your, do you wear it round your waist, or do you wear it over your shoulder? Like over the shoulder, like oh, yeah. he's trying to be one of the youngins, yeah. like I'm doing a rap at Glastonbury. Yeah. Oh, there we are, everybody. Well, of course, our guide to animal pitch invasions was released last Wednesday on this very feed. So check it out if you haven't. My goodness, you're missing out. And people will tease us for doing it. Mm. And then I'll go back to them straight away and say it's the most highly downloaded show we've ever done. Yeah, so aren't we all? Is it actually? No, I'm a doubt. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it could be, though, if everyone gets over get involved. Let's yeah. prove these people mm. wrong. Uh, do get in touch with us, of course, with any kind of correspondence. Shut footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble. And tomorrow, everybody, the Football Rambles Guide to Deadline Day is out. Oh, where's Ross Barkley going? <laughs> <laughs> is it Rangers? <laughs> Probably. Oh. Listen out to that because it is, it's present, tomorrow's Ramble Guide to Deadline Day is presented by Cave Sulacol. Uh, Darmesh Sheth, uh, Jim White, and Andy, Andy Brassel. Brassel. <laughs> 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 uh, well, uh, they slash we discussed the tropes and traditions of Deadline Day and some of its legendary tales. I was on that one. Who's on it? Uh, it was uh, Pete, Jim, and I, and, yeah. and obviously Andy Brassel. Mm. Very nice. Yeah, we didn't want him on it, but he just turned up. Nice. Did you talk uh, about the dildo or not? We obviously mentioned. They've crested you. Must be promoting it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't mention the dildo and the promotional material. No one's going to listen to it. Of course, it was in there. What about the guy who was uh, rolling a fag when um, Wilson Palacios was signed for Stoke <laughs> for loads of money? <laughs> that was a great line. That was very good. That was good. Oh, there we are, everybody. Well, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the ACAST Creator Network. We'll see you very, very soon. Thank you, Lukey. Thank you. Thank you, PT. Oh, well. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. 
Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.